Hey y'all, it's your girl Anna. Welcome back to another episode of Godless Intentions. How y'all feeling tonight? Today I got somebody different in the building. We got an interesting guest today. His name is Talon Harris. Talon Harris, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's, What's up? up? How, How you, doing? you feeling? I'm chilling. I'm good, man. Um, just came back from a show. So Okay, know. what kind of show? What you do? Uh comedy. I'm a stand up comedian. Me too, but I suck. In <laughs> <laughs> my dreams. All right. So how 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 are you from? First of all, before we get into anything, I'm else. from uh, Long Island, centralized Long Island. Oh, for real? I seen you had a five one six number. Where are you from? I'm from the Bronx. I live in Queens, but I gotta be low. Okay. okay. <laughs> all right. So, so you just went to the T-Mobile I out just, there? I was like, yeah, I need y'all to make me look bougie. Okay. <laughs> so. Okay, I slip. So I always associate that part of Long Island with a, like old retirees, very serious. I love Long Island, mm-hmm. but is it? I wouldn't say that part of Long Island is like that. I mean, mm-hmm. I grew up where I grew up is very is pretty much very predominantly Hispanic. Okay. Th- then it was the black people. Okay. It was pretty like diverse. It was you have these little pockets in Long Island where it's just like predominantly. Like you'll have your Huntingtons, you know your wine dance. I Hempstead. got my car from Huntington, and I they I was out there. Yeah, it was like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you definitely have your hoods where it's just like when you cross this one street and it turn it turn into a whole another like you know. Yeah, dynamic. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I grew up definitely a very diverse. I grew up around a lot of different cultures, so okay. I want to say. What's your background? We you mean like. um like, like national, like yeah. just regular black. Okay, yeah, yeah. you regular. Just, <laughs> just regular, you know, regular slavery black. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, how did you get into comedy? Like, how long have you been doing this? I've been. I just made five years this past December. So, oh, yeah. shout out to you. That's Thank dope. You. Um. What got me into comedy? I don't know. I've just always been just making jokes off stage, and like in everyday life. Yeah, I always just grew up just was the class clown. Was always silly. <laughs> so it's like I I've been doing it consistently for five years, but the first time I did it was actually ten years ago. So oh, wow. it was like I did it a few times. Like the first time I did it, it went okay. And then the second time I did it, I kind of, like, really bombed hard. And it kind of scared me off from doing it. Yeah. But I didn't do it again for another five years. And that's when, you know, I did it consistently. But, yeah, it's always I always had in the back of my mind, like, working. When I was just working different jobs, just like, I'm like, yo, I got to do stand-up one day. Like, I used to just Yeah, I used to just, I used to have this dishwasher job at a, a nursing home in Long Island. And I used to just be there just, like listening to podcasts all day, just writing jokes in my head and shit, just like, yo, I got to do stand-up one day, or I'm not, or I'm just not going to be happy with myself, you know? Yeah, you got to follow your, your your passion. Yeah, for sure. So how's it been going for you now in these five years? It's five, it's, it's definitely been picking up. Yeah? Yeah, so. So you good? I'm alright, I'm alright, <laughs> I, I do alright, I do alright. It's been picking up, though, the last, these last... Like since we came back from the pandemic and said, cause I, I felt like I was on a little tra- trajectory type like, and then everything shut down, so it felt like starting over, over oh, almost a little bit. But it's been lit. 
um, it's definitely, it's definitely on the, on the incline. You know okay. what I'm saying? So, so I can't complain. You perform in the city? Do you tour? Like, uh, mostly uh, in New York City. Uh, okay. I have a weekly that I produce with uh, two of my um, comedian friends, Luis Galilei and Julio uh, Julio Diaz. Shout out to them. Um, I do that every Saturday. That's in the Lower East Side at a, a spot called Barry Electric until the end of this month, and then we go into a different spot. But um, I got a monthly with Julio and uh, my boy Jared Harvin, uh, a monthly in Brooklyn. Okay. A spot called um, the Laughaholics Comedy Club. So, But mostly, yeah, mostly a lot of Lower East Side stuff, Lower Manhattan stuff. Sometimes I'm in Harlem, Queens. You know... Long Island sometimes. You, you you give off like uh do you have like dry humor? Like what Yeah, kinda? definitely. Very Because yeah. <laughs> you look you, you look very reserved to like, yeah. be a comedian. <laughs> it's definitely a lot of like a lot of the things rely on my facial expression, you know what I'm saying? When I'm saying That's it, what I'm giving right now. The face that I'm and you know, I have my little my voices and my little act outs that I do and my characters and shit when I'm like describing a character in a story and shit like that. So it's a lot of like mixed with dry humor, mixed with a little like characters and stuff like that. But yeah, I do. I lean on the the yeah yeah. I definitely fuck with that Kirby enthusiasm, uh, the Office type humor. Oh shit God! Like you know, um, I <clears throat> I love comedy. Mm -hmm. I'm, I grew up in a family where if you had a thin skin you were not going to survive because mm -hmm. we snap all day. That's my family. Yeah, and, you know, and so it, you, grew, you grow a love for, you know, laughter and fun, and then I grew up watching, like, all the greats, the Richard Pryors and all of them. So, but back what I was saying, like, I, I, I got into an argument on the internet with this girl in the shade room comments because... <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Sometimes I ignore them, but sometimes it's like, because they was Sometimes mad. you got time. Yeah, I, I had time, right? Mm -hmm. I think I was in between a sandwich or something. <laughs> and Monique, basically, they had, I don't know if you've seen it, the clip of when she was talking about uh, when she told her husband that she decided that she wanted to have sexual relations with women. So this is a part of her, her stand-up act that she did for Netflix recently. Oh, the new specials the in there? The new one, yeah. So okay. she, it was a clip. She was like, uh, she was worried about telling her husband that she wanted to be having sexual relations with women. And come to find out, he was like, bitch, me too. Like, so... <laughs> Everybody was mad in the comments, like, oh, keep that to yourself, and we don't need to know, and why. And I'm like, since when did comedians, I mean good comedians, not create jokes based off of their life experience? Like, that's what makes it so funny, because a lot of this shit be really happening to them. Yeah, like, that's what the, the best stand-up is. They talking about their life. What do you mean? I don't want to hear about Don't watch it then. <laughs> that's right. it. You know, I feel like they're so sensitive now. Uh, there's always going to be somebody in the comments hating. Every everywhere you go. Do you touch on? Are you? Do you go there? Do you touch on controversial topics? Mm, what would you consider a controversial topic? Politics. Politics. I don't uh, really. LGBT nah. community issues. You got. You got to be very careful what you. It's say like I got friend. jokes about the president, but it's just like I'm joking about him falling off his bike type shit. You know, mm. it's like I'm not like really picking any sides or anything. Um... I do like a lot of dark humor, so okay. I don't know. Sometimes I'll play around with, like, just 
the n-word you know and like <laughs> i'll have some dark jokes with that and I don't know. Like man, racism and things. Yeah. Because I find like a lot of comedians. Race are, is very funny. It's always a. They take the, the, the stuff that's uncomfortable and they make it funny. Yeah, that's what I like to do stuff like that. You know, joke about things that you're not supposed to joke about. But it's always an art to it. Because it's like it's easy to to just turn people off. Right. One word and people <laughs> shut up. Like they'll just like stop listening to you. You know what I mean? So you got to like, be very careful. Yeah. It's definitely. It's. It's an art. So what, what what you feel like has been uh, some challenges in your your career? Challenges. I don't know. Maybe just staying consistent. Mm. Uh, sometimes you don't always feel like being funny, and just sometimes you gotta pretend that you're in the mood to get in the mood, and you know what I'm saying. Like just oh, get really? out there and just start. There's plenty of times I go to, I'll be at a, like, just a show. I'm not, I mean, like, I'm not feeling it, but you get in the room, and it's just, it's different. You, once you just, Turn it on. you know what I'm saying? Once you, you get there, the host starts opening up the show, and then, like, everybody's laughing. You can just feel the energy of the room, and it's just like. Right. Then you get that first laugh, and then it's just. So when you bombed, did they do you like the Apollo like back in the day? Nah, I was. They was pretty polite. They just they just looked at me. <laughs> it was quiet. I was quiet um when I bombed the when I performed the second time and I bombed. I was in San Francisco, so. Oh, you wasn't even home. I wasn't home, so the first time I performed was in Minneapolis. So it was like I was before I was rap uh, uh, before I was rapping before I was rapper? before I was um. Yeah, I, I started rapping when I was about like 14 years old. So like music was like my my thing. So I was That's on this cool. little mini tour, music related uh, tour, and um, the like the person running it, they asked me like, cause he he knew that like I was like thinking about doing comedy and stuff like that. So he was like, oh, you wanna open up in these like two? You wanna open up in um, Minneapolis and San Francisco with some comedy, like eight minutes? I'm like, yeah. So you know. Wrote my little whatever I thought was jokes. <laughs> you, that and, was a big jump to, for the first time, right? Yeah, yeah. Looking back, I think that's insane. To, <laughs> right. Just like to to make somebody, state. like, to allow somebody to do stand-up for the first time to open up your show. But it's like, yeah, I'm glad I did it. Pressure. I got the video, the cringy video in my, <laughs> in my computer somewhere. <laughs> I just remember um, I kept saying, what did I kept? I kept saying, it's, I kept saying it's crazy. <laughs> After everything that I said, I'll be like, or every time they laugh, I'll be like, yo, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Yeah, um, you know, it was just so cringy. I'm like, ah. Oh, man. But yeah, I'm glad I got back up. I was like, after I did that, and I was like, oh, I gotta get back. I gotta, I can't quit, you know what I'm saying? And Who, who inspires you? Oh, uh, my dad, for sure. Um... He's been doing comedy oh. 30 plus. It's in the family. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to your father. What's his name? Uh, Talent. Oh, wow. So you're a junior. I'm not technically, but he named his name, his real name is not Talent. So his stage name is Talent. He named me after his stage name. So that's really cool. Yeah, his real name is James Troy Harris, and my real name is Talent James Troy Harris. He, he so he called, he called me Junior, but technically I'm not a junior, but I'm a junior. Okay. Sometimes I go by Talent Harris Jr. on flyers to there's been times where I have shows and 
They think it's him. People show up like ready to see <laughs> ready to see it's been it's happened like where people come to my show like yo it's not you not tell it and it was early on too when I wasn't like it was like I wasn't nowhere near it's like what the fuck is this water down it looks like him but so yeah wow so your father been in the game for a long time yeah he's a beast he's a I never seen him bomb like wow. my whole life. I've definitely seen him like have to wrestle with a crowd a little bit, but it's like he so always he always knows how to just command a room and just. It can't. It, I, I think stand up can't be easy. I mean, it's different when you like with your friends telling mm-hmm. jokes and stuff like that. It's not easy. It's fucking. You want a spot, and everybody just looking for a reason not to find you funny. Yeah, I'm just. I was just in Harlem wrestling with this crowd. I'm like, okay, all right, all right, okay, all right. I'm like, you know, I'm like, okay, we'll see, we'll see how you feel about this next one. All right, it was. You gotta take a shot before you go on. I I have I, sometimes I have like a beer or something like that. A little, I usually smoke. That's that Long Island shit. I usually smoke before a beer. <laughs> a beer, you know, a little my dad. A little light. My dad's signature on stage is like a little Heineken bottle, so I just. I be doing that sometimes. I just oh, do a little, oh, I do a little Heineken, Heineken. Okay. a little Heineken before the show. That's cute. What are you, um, as outside of your dad, who do you like? Who you who you think? What's your top three? Top. Three. I saw that on Facebook the other day. I couldn't choose three. Top three. Um, I could put. I might have to put Patrice O'Neill on there. Okay. Mike Epps. I could rewatch Mike Epps stand ups and like just know the whole joke and still laugh. Wow, um, okay. Who else? I could, I'll put uh, Michael Che third. Okay. Yeah. That's a good lineup. Yeah. I know that um, Mike Epps, he be sometimes in the Bronx at Salsa Con Fuego. You know, yeah, they got yeah, comedy yeah. night yeah, out there. I, I performed there before. Oh, you did? That's a tough room. That's a, yeah, that's, that's where I'm from, the Bronx. Yeah. Yeah. How did I go? That's a tough room. Even some, some, some headliners had some trouble in that room. <laughs> Like some, it's that because it's like the way it's set up was it's kind of like not it's not really conducive to comedy a little bit. It's, it's a, a high, club. you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's a high ceiling. It's a big room. Every it's, it's set up dining, so it's just like yeah. sometimes people would just be having conversation. You know what I'm saying? Just you gotta really, you gotta really like command that room. But I've done what well, I've done it. With, I've done that room with my dad, and um, okay. we did a father son show with um. You know uh, Gerald. You familiar with Gerald Kelly and Isaiah Kelly? Mm-mm. So another uh, comedian dad son duo. I think that's the sweetest thing. Yeah, that's so, so cool. But but yeah, Isaiah been doing stand up since he was like fourteen years old. So yeah. Wow. So what do you think has been um, some of your highlights of your career so far? What are some of your best moments uh definitely headlining at caroline's this past november tell us probably, about caroline's what's that um well they're no longer open but it was one of the big you know just prestige uh, comedy clubs in new york city okay um i think they've been around for like 20 30 years or whatever but yeah they, they closed down they uh the top of the year so the first day of the year that they closed down but, but at least you got in there before they yeah said, yeah 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 That's dope um, got some some footage. 
Got me a little, my little poster. I'm going to frame it, my little headlining poster. Okay. But, yeah, that's probably one of my biggest shows. Um, I got a chance to open up for JB Smooth at Caroline's. I got a chance to open up for uh, Damon Wayne's. Get out. Yeah, so those probably my biggest, my biggest How shows. How was that? That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. It was fun. Killed it. I got it on tape. Uh-huh. I sent out that uh, that Damon Wayne's footage this year for a little uh, <laughs> for this festival. Okay. Yeah. So. So, um, how do you like? Where do you get your inspiration for jokes? Everyday life, just there's funny shit everywhere. You know what I'm saying? It's always just just the people in my life. They're always just giving me material. <laughs> you uh, had a joke I seen on. Uh, you had a joke I seen on Instagram. Um, that had me dying with the weed. The what? The last sketch? Oh, he kept asking me <laughs> questions about the weed. <laughs> yeah, you gotta give us one joke. Go ahead, give us one joke. That's <laughs> that's mind. one um <laughs> one joke. So this I talk about Chris Rock uh, sometimes on stage, and uh, I talk about like the slap. And everything, <laughs> and I'll be like, um, I'll be like, I remember when uh, Chris Rock got slapped. You know what I'm saying? I, I seen everybody online feeling sorry for him, um, but Chris Rock is doing fine. You know what I'm saying? Like he's actually doing very well right now. And um, the night he's been on tour and shit, so yeah. the night that he got slapped, his ticket sales they sold out overnight and shit. Oh wow! So I'll be at the show. I'll be like, so if anybody in here would like to slap me. <laughs> Uh, I got a tripod set up in the back. Let's sell some tickets. Uh, you better watch some. out with that. <laughs> Ain't nobody. I've been waiting for somebody to be like, all right, nigga. I'm on my way. They usually just laugh it off. You but. know, I have an actor friend, and he told me that he thinks Will Smith had to get into character. That that wasn't Will Smith that went up on that stage and slapped him. That that was he became a, he became he a came, character. Yeah. What do you think? I said I didn't even I didn't even think about that. He said because it ain't no way for the Fresh Prince had the audacity to do that. <laughs> it was weird. Like he snapped a little bit because it was like he was literally laughing. Keep my wife's name out, Joe. But he was literally <laughs> seconds before that he was laughing. He was laughing, yeah, and he it's was like, like <laughs> a switch went off. I guess he just looked at Shorty like, oh shit. <laughs> She's not laughing. He must have already been in trouble type shit. Like, oh, shit. No, let me smack this thing. <laughs> it's like, that I, was crazy. Everybody thought it was a... I thought it was a stunt. They thought it was like a little sketch. I don't know. Just looking at Chris Rock, you could just tell like that shit was real. The he way was how like, he wow. held his composure, though, like... <laughs> she was set in the BT Award. Go... I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. Um, let me see. Did you see his special? I did. What did you think? It was great. He went off. He went crazy. He went crazy. I love the one that he spoke about his daughter. All that time she ain't know that he was responsible for her getting her mm-hmm. kicked out of school. <laughs> He's like she ain't she ain't know about this, but she gonna know now. <laughs> My favorite part when he would just after he'll do a joke he'll be like ha ha. <laughs> he get I think he's one of those comedians that he get better with time, like um you know I feel like 
he's always been good, but um, I'm really because I guess the more experience you have, um, you have the more you know. Yeah, there's nothing you have to talk about. When it comes to stand up, does does you can't you can't fake that experience. Mm. You could pretend to be confident, but it's just like you got to put time in if you want to be good. That's there's there's people that are naturals. You know what I mean? You. But at the same time, you're going to get put in a situation where you just don't have the experience to navigate, you know? Right. You're going to come across an audience that's just not feeling you or something, and you're going to have to switch gears. Have a way to maneuver. Yeah. What you think about Kevin Hart? I love Kevin Hart. Um, I heard that Mike Epps don't like him. Is that true? That he got I feel like they had their little beef before, but I think they squashed it since. It's over now? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. They so had like their little Kevin too commercialized. I feel like out of all the com- the modern comedians of our time, mm-hmm. I feel like Kevin took it to the next level. Mm-hmm. So like the, Eddie Murphy was big, but yeah. he's like. So the thing with I feel like Kevin Hart, he got <clears throat> like three classic standups. I feel like it be it's the standup specials they started to decline a little bit toward when he blew up, you know what I mean? Because yeah. the, the specials that he got popping off of, he spent years and years going on the road and just working out this perfecting material, out, perfecting yeah. these jokes. And then he blew up, and you have, left, you, get, you have less time to work out jokes, and then you have to just, like, go on stage with a kind of, like, a little half-baked... His his wife surely gave him some content that the one he cheated that brought him back. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I love Kevin Hart. Hilarious, a very funny comedic actor. What do you think about uh, Cat Williams? He's so controversial. Cat Williams, that last but that fit in that last special was crazy. <laughs> That's, that fit was crazy. Crazy in a good way. <laughs> Come to think of it, the Pimp Chronicles, the fit was a little crazy. <laughs> it, it's, it fits Cat Williams. I fuck with Cat Williams. I mean, the Pimp Chronicles, that's definitely like... Classic. Iconic, quotables. Yeah. yeah. Cryptochronic, chronic, like, come on, like... <laughs> everybody was quoting that shit. Also, his role in fucking Friday After Next. Oh, that's, that's, that's stamped. That's legendary. Yeah. I fuck with Cap. When he got beat up by that 11-year-old on World Star. Yo. <laughs> oh, my God. He has an anger problem, right? <laughs> I don't even think he started that, honestly. If I, if I could remember it clearly, I don't even think he started that one. He just... Got popped, nigga was. I think he was playing like kickball or some shit, and he I don't got know. washed. <laughs> Poor K. So, what do you see yourself doing uh, five years from now? Where do you see yourself taking this comedy thing? Probably going around the country performing at different comedy clubs. World touring. Yeah, maybe a, a writing gig or something. Or something on TV, maybe acting in something on TV. Mm. I love your skits, yeah. You got some funny skits on your. Thank Instagram. you, thank you, thank you. Maybe somewhere on a sketch comedy show, maybe on writing for SNL or something. Oh, I don't know. I, I love SNL because it's not exactly, but it's like kind of reminds me of Living Color. 
a little I mean, bit. it's yeah, sketch comedy. Yeah, you yeah. know, and I feel like we don't have too much of that. Yeah. So. Um, I need to get in Living Color the first three seasons on DVD. Yeah. It was going crazy. I read the book about that, uh, like the whole, like the creation and then. That's the David yeah. Wayans, Jim Carrey, mm-hmm. J Lo was on there. Yeah. Fucking wow. Tommy Davidson, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. A lot of the... Uh, Jamie Foxx is just... I don't know, like... He could have... He... I'm surprised he not doing stand-up. That's what I'm saying. Like, he was genuinely Niggas funny. Just so, show, when you're like, just so rich and you don't... Like, why would I do that? No. <laughs> like, I... Yeah. It's like, for but he what? he was funny. Like, his Jamie, the Jamie Foxx show, I can watch that like it came out Classic. yesterday. Yeah. Him and Fancy. <laughs> it's just like Braxton. It's so funny because Bra- that character of Braxton is like so like, I, don't, I think he had trouble doing other roles because it was like that. He Every- couldn't get out of it. Everybody wanted to be like. It's just like nobody could see past Braxton. <laughs> it's like, nigga, you're Braxton. You, you never see him. He did like some gangster movie, like a BT movie. Oh, nah. I wouldn't have wanted to see that. <laughs> he plays a gangster in, a, in another. It's just and it's just like it's you're comedic. Like you're, it's, you're Braxton. It's, you're Braxton. I I see you. I think that happened to Jaleel White too. Oh, the Urkel thing. He couldn't like, really. You cannot. I cannot see him not being Urkel. Yeah. Like. Or Stefan. Oh, Stefan. <laughs> yeah. Everybody thought they was gonna marry Stefan. I definitely thought I was my little young self. <laughs> Transformation Chamber. Family, family Matters was, it was one of them. That was a classic. We don't got, we don't have uh, that kind of family TV anymore. A lot of comedy came from the... Have you seen the Upshaws on Netflix? That's a Mike, Mike Epps, Wanda Sykes. Okay. Um, shorty, I forgot her, the actress's name, but the shorty that played Tootie or something like that on Different World. Oh, you really? You know the character? Yeah. But I don't that know shows funny. Tootie, but I know he. Does. Uh, so, I don't know. Tootie, uh, so, I don't know. But um, yeah, that's a sitcom. Miss Pat got one. You know, Miss Pat, it's the comedian. Up, Upshore. The Upshores. It's on Netflix. So it, what is it like? A, a it's just like a, a um, bunch of stand up or no? It's it's like a sitcom. Oh, it's about a family. Ch- I have to check that out. That so it's about um, Mike Epps and um, his ex wife. So it's like. Or did they get back? I'm not sure if they got back together or something, but it's about a family. So and it's him. based on his real life? Or nah, I don't think. It's, oh, just, okay. it's, it's, a, it's a script, but it's very <laughs> funny. It's like him and um, Wanda Sykes, I think, is the, the sister or something, or the, yeah, the, the sister-in-law. So they got her. that little Pam and Martin. They hate each other. They have hate. that little back and forth. <laughs> They're just snapping on each other. So that, that little dynamic is funny, but... I haven't seen the Miss Pat show. I know she got one. Okay. She has a one on BET Plus, but I haven't gotten into that one. But she's funny. I, I want to check that one out. I'm definitely going to look into that. But that gives me, like, the vibes of, like, old, like, the, the Hughleys and, like, you know. I forgot about the, the Hughleys. You remember the, Hugh, yes. the Hughleys was tough. DL, he, he, I'm not going to lie. He's funny. He was <laughs> funny. Um, I think Steve Harvey and Cedric was funny. I used to like their show. Um, I think Martin is the greatest show of all time. He's yeah. my favorite comedian. Um, I I know every line. Bro man from the fifth floor. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that uh, Fresh Prince, too. Fresh Prince. Is, is top tier. Fresh know, Prince, Martin, my wife and kids. Who you like, what uh, set you like Gina better on? 
Um, she killed both of them. Bro. She did. I don't know. I like. I don't know. I like my wife and kids because I, I I used to really watch that shit every day after school. Like that shit was funny and then um. The son was the son idiot. Junior. <laughs> junior was an idiot. Uh-uh. I, I think I liked Martin, but like I wanted to see more from them. Like I wanted to see her them like have kids, and I feel like you know it was good a good portrayal of black love them sticking together going through the dating phase living mm-hmm. together. But then wife, my wife and kids gave us a chance to see her. Like, now she's got a family, a different role. I, I don't know. I think I prefer her on my wife and kids, too. You think so? But mine's still my the favorite more grown, The more grown Gina? Yeah. The, the all of this, Gina. All of this. <laughs> I always say that to my fiance. <laughs> all of this. <laughs> and then Franklin, the little smart-ass kid. Oh. They, you know, Katie grew up real pretty. She out there. She thick. I wonder what she's doing. I heard. Oh no, that was the other show, the Bernie Mac show. They said the daughter was getting into some things. Yeah, I think. Um, I think both of them is on OnlyFans now. Both of them. Katie didn't have to do that. Not not Katie. Um. I thought she was acting. The Bernie still. Mac show. Um, the Bernie Mac. Baby Girl. Yeah. Baby Girl baby and girl. Vanessa. And Vanessa? Vanessa and Cute Baby Girl. little Vanessa. That's crazy. They're giving, they giving it up, man. Black China just got off of um, yeah. OnlyFans. She got baptized. She just uh, sucked out her booty in place. <laughs> I heard. And her cheek and her lips. Hey, man, whatever, whatever you got to do to... Uh, Stay sane in this world, I guess. <laughs> Whatever you gotta do. Well, what do you do outside of comedy for fun? <clears throat> uh, for fun, I just played basketball earlier today. That Is was that fun. like a all-the-time thing? I mean, I just came back, so this is like <laughs> my second time playing in like... Maybe like almost a year, probably, eight months. You nice? Uh, I'm all right. You know what I'm saying? I, I play defense, get my rebounds. You know, I'll be playing down low. Got a little mid-range jump shot. I'm, I'm calm. <laughs> a little sun sign. Um, I love uh, basketball. It's the only sport I understand. Love basketball. Grew up playing basketball. Um, video games. Call you, of Duty. You look like you used to come home and just do your homework. Really? <laughs> That's my thing. That's funny because that was my problem in school. I would always do my work in class, but when it came to just, like, anything I had to do outside of the classroom, I would be that person, like, doing my homework at lunch type shit, like, <laughs> right before, like, oh, let me see your homework, like, nah, I could never, that was one, procrastination, like, I would write papers the morning of, I would, like, wake up, like, four o'clock in the morning to do a paper that's due, like, later that day, I'm like. What? What's your sign? Leo. Oh, my God. How are you going to just roll your eyes <laughs> when I say I don't know. Leo's, I just, I'm a Taurus. My dad's a Taurus. Yeah. We, we, we're real. Yeah, stubborn. We're real stubborn. Yeah. But we good people, though. It takes it takes a special type of people to deal with Leo's, and I think Taurus, because I, I have a few Leo's in my life. Is that fire or earth? Us? Yeah. Yeah, I'm earth. Earth sign. Earth sign. Leo's fire, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, burn up the earth sometimes. 
What was was Leo's? Lion. I'm saying no. I'm saying like what? A, I think you fire sign. No, no, I'm saying what are like my characteristics? Oh, what made you roll your eyes? Lion. Lion. Well, I don't know. Wait, the animal a, or ex, or no, the lion with a Y. Oh, okay. I had an ex that was a lion, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> Usually love to be the center of attention. I think it depends. Because sometimes that could be a good thing. Like for your profession, that could be a good thing Mm -hmm. because it it transfers into your confidence getting on stage because that's not easy to Mm -hmm. do. But I feel like sometimes if you're not doing something like that, like the male Leos, I know they they seek attention. It'd be like even if they got to do like negative things like show off and See me, I feel like I, I don't like attention just for no reason. You know what I mean? Just... I like that when it's like, oh, this 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 ten to fifteen minutes while I'm on stage, I paying attention to me, and I get off, and then you like, your own world. and I'm just like in the background now, you know. But so you like an introvert, ultrovert? Did I say right? Introvert, extrovert. Extrovert. Yeah. I said ultrovert. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm both. I'm a, I feel like I'm both. I I I need. I like to hang out with people that I'm, I'm like close to and shit. But I also like I gotta reset. You need your YouTube. I'm like yeah, that too. I, gotta, I hate when people call me on the phone. Yeah, don't FaceTime. I get very frustrated. Don't, don't FaceTime. Just text me. Yeah. I'll get back to you. You could've we could have handled like, this. How did, it's like you walking in the bathroom when I'm coming out the tub. Like you just gonna call me like that. FaceTime is very <laughs> abrasive though. It's just it's like abrasive. I feel like certain people know that they can FaceTime you. And the people that can't FaceTime you know they're not supposed to be FaceTime you. Yeah. And that's when I get mad. It's like why you wanna see me? Right. <laughs> yeah, like, what? Yeah, I have a friend that's not talking to me right now because I... You don't answer the FaceTime? I never pick up a FaceTime. Oh, I'm like, man. if you text me, we could talk every day. You're like, I'm the person you call me, I text back, yo. <laughs> Be tight. You're like, yo, I'm doing something, what's up? <laughs> not doing nothing. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yo, what's up? <laughs> I, I, my girl, my, my two best friends I grew up with, we got a um we got a group chat, FaceTime, and I gotta I gotta get that. On the third ring, I'm like, all right, this is important. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's three FaceTimes in a row, but sometimes I get on and they just be there just quiet and I'm just like <laughs> If you call me at a weird time, I'll pick up. I'll be like, all right, it might be something. But you ever you ever pick up and it's mad awkward, you're like <laughs> <laughs> Yo, just woke up. Like, <laughs> you don't want nobody to see you when you just woke up. I know. Mm-mm. You don't even so want to hear. You don't even want people to hear you. You be trying to pretend that you was up. You ever get a call when you like napping <laughs> or something? Like, yo, like, are you asleep? Like, nah, nah, nah. What's up, bro? What's up? What's up the whole time? <laughs> Sound like you were asleep. You can't shake off that sleep. That sleep voice. Oh man. I I I um I'm really good at that. A fake sleep voice. People when I don't want to talk. Oh, FaceTime you wide awake like yo. Like they, they call me. I'm just like, oh, face, like the one that the one that's not talking to me FaceTime me. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. I'm just <laughs> it's like yo, are you fully dressed? I'm lying. <laughs> I know. Are you standing up? You got your keys in your head. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Nah, text me. Email me. <laughs> email? Email me. Damn. I'm going to start telling people that. Email me. <laughs> email me, bro. <laughs> well, 
I appreciate you for pulling up. No problem. To Thanks the for studio. having me. Um, let them know your information where they can find you. Oh, uh, you can find me on Instagram at Talent Harris. Twitter, the same thing. Um, Twitter's another world. Yes, it's, it's nobody follows me back on it. <laughs> it's a wild world on Twitter. Like the wild, wild west on Twitter. There's no the shit, rules. The spectrum of the thing, the videos that you'll see on the timeline <laughs> in one day, it's just like those are. They don't even make it to Instagram. Nah, they don't. I like that though. <laughs> it, I feel like a lot of Instagram ends up on Facebook. But like Twitter is it's like a little it's Twitter's its own little world. Mature audience yeah. only. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, you can find me there at Talent Harris on everything. Um Not his father, him. Yeah, yeah I see how he looked. You gotta make sure <laughs> it's the right one. But you can follow his father too. Yeah, you can follow him too. <laughs> after me. Um But yeah. Um always um posting a fly out, always got a show every week somewhere. What's your next show coming up? Uh, next show coming up, I could tell you right now. I believe it is on Tuesday. Pure, pure chaos comedy. Okay, where's so that you, located in the city? I believe so, in Manhattan somewhere. Nice. So if All you right. type in pure chaos comedy on Instagram, I'll be there. Slinging these jokes. Slinging these jokes. Listen, make sure y'all check out your boy. Support him, go out to Chaos Comedy, and make sure y'all tune in with us every week here live on Desert Storm Radio, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio. Y'all know the, the whole shebang, all right? Peace.